Christ, you people suck. Wow. For another week in 4G Radio, episode 255 for the week of July 30th, 2012. And with us this week, we have returning Gambus Khan. Yeah. yeah. What's up? Nobody How's listened. How's going? Nobody listened while you were gone. Greetings, programs. Indubitably. Nobody listens anyway. That's true. Uh, also with us, we have DeWombat, Ryan Wombo. Hi. Hi. How are you all? I'm fabulous. Good. That's good to hear. Uh, <laughs> also with us, we have angry British man, John W. <laughs> Hello. Not so angry. Not so well, angry. You're I was angry. angry earlier. Yeah, you were angry earlier. But that's okay. <laughs> finally, we have Dave Perlilerlilerly. Hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, so you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna jump into it. Gambus, why don't you go ahead and take out that first half hour of content? Yeah, I'll see you in a bit. You know, the last um, two shows were an hour and a half. No, I not. know. No, I know. I, I listened to both of them. I think. Uh, I think our Phoenix down. For Justice League was longer than the last N4G radio. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, um, hopefully I won't let you down. Well, I don't know. It's, it, we'll just see what happens. Let's do that. Okay. Well, we're already on the right path because it's been about 15 minutes since you said you were going to start Jason's following. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah, um, well, okay, I've been gone for the past two weeks, and, um, uh, tell you the truth, um, uh, the last two weeks have been really freaking busy, um, only got enough time in, really, for a couple of games, um, played some of the, uh, uh, Street Fighter X Tekken, fighting game because I wanted to just throw it in and play some more of it because I actually never really played a lot of it and um, I think it's a really good game I don't know about the uh, like the uh, the gym system that they added to it you know I heard that it's not used for like tournaments but I mean aside from that the core game is really cool I really like how you know the uh, the Tekken characters. A lot, I, I think they translated pretty well for the most part. Um, 
to the to the uh, Street Fighter universe. Um, it's got a really really interesting dyna- dynamic, and it kind of it kind of makes me concerned though with the uh, Tekken Cross Street Fighter game uh, because we have really yet to see any footage of this game. And um, something tells me that the transition from Tekken to Street Fighter with the Tekken characters is going to be significantly smoother than uh, the transition from Street Fighter characters to the Tekken universe. It's going to be Street Fighter EX all over again. Oh, yeah. And I'm... I mean, that wasn't really a... It wasn't a bad game. It just... It just—it felt like Street Fighter, like if you were playing it cross-eyed or something. I mean, it's like something wrong. It's like, oh, it's Street Fighter, yeah, kind of, sort of, but there's something off about it. I mean, that's that's how it's gonna feel. I mean, I mean with uh with uh Street Fighter X uh, cross Tekken, um. The Tekken characters have actually improved in gameplay, but <laughs> don't want to start your wars. But uh, I don't know. Um, uh, it looks like the uh, the people that are making the next game have their work cut out for them, to say the least. Uh, but yeah, I played a little bit of that, and the only other video game that I played this past couple weeks was the uh, Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy for the 3DS. And I didn't play a whole lot of it, but I'm still really enjoying it. I think it's an awesome love letter to the Final Fantasy to the Final Fantasy universe and the Final Fantasy music. It's I mean, when you handpick several of the best musics from each Final Fantasy game from like the first 13, you know, I mean, they don't really, uh, I think, I'm not for sure, but I think maybe there's a character from 14 that's unlockable, but, but it's pretty much just the first 13 games. And, um, I mean, when you have picked the most memorable music, tracks from each of those games and put it in one game, you're automatically clearing, yeah, the soundtrack for this game is one of the best soundtracks of a ever. I mean, if you're you downloading fan, porn? <laughs> oh? You're kind of breaking up. A little bit. Am I still breaking up? A little bit. Um, what it would be, but I don't know. Are you watching Netflix? No, I'm on a static web page. Static web page. Yes, no movement. Nobody move. Nobody get hurt. Yeah. Well, go but, ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, you just you just were kind of it, 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 a little bit there. Oh, okay. Um. Well, t- truth, I did play a game. Um, Didn't you just play two? Yeah, two games. Uh, video games, at least. Um, 
last weekend, um, me and me and my wife went to on the lake and um, uh, hung out with some of her, you know, friends and stuff. And uh, I got to play a board game that was pretty cool. Um, a game called Runebound. Runebound. Yeah, Runebound. It's a board game. It's one of those really expensive ones. I think it us for like sixty or seventy dollars. Uh, these are one of those super depth, like gigantic games. <laughs> Incredible. It's basically <laughs> if you can imagine, like a a little bit more of a structured and quick version of like Dungeons and Dragons. Like translated into a board game instead of a full-on role-playing game. Uh, how how it is? Um, we actually played it for about three hours, and we still didn't even beat the game. And it was just me and uh, one other was playing, and um, it was uh, it was actually really cool. You you actually uh, uh, pick a character that's already uh, pre-created. Um, you travel along a board, you encounter, um, uh, enemy fights where you fight creatures and stuff like that. And you actually like roll die and it's, it actually has its own battle system and you have hit points and, and it's like, you have to roll die just to see if you can attack the enemy and you have to roll die to defend against the enemy. It's it. Yeah. It, like I said, it's, it's, it's an incredibly nerd game, but um, it was uh, it was really fun. It was a really fun game. Um, like I said, we didn't complete the game because we played for three hours, and we were probably about uh, maybe close to like seventy five percent mark. And, um, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. One of the best, one of the funnest board games I've ever played and definitely one of the nerdiest board games I've ever played. Um, it's definitely nerdier than, like, anything like Monopoly or anything like that. But um, a lot of number crunching and my brain was starting to hurt when the, when the dude uh, said, okay, that's it for the night. <laughs> Because uh, those kind of people wait, those waiting around, you know, for us to end the game, and it was just like, oh, what's it going to be? Another forty-five minutes or something? So it's a it's a good game for an all-nighter, and it's uh, you can play it two as two player. You can play it two player. Two, I think the maximum number of players is six players, which I can only imagine a really long time. If you had six players, it was fun, and it was uh, and a game that I wanted to talk about, um, even though it's not, you know, technically a video game, but, video game, but it's uh, it's definitely a nerdy game or a geeky game for sure, and that's uh, Runebound. It's uh, it's put out by a company called Fantasy Flight Games. And Fantasy Flight is kind of like the the elite premiere of board games. 
Um, it's like th- th- their games are always really cool, um, really expensive. Some of their some of their board games cost close to a hundred bucks, like seventy, eighty, ninety dollars. But when you look at the presentation of the board game, you can kind of see why because a lot of times they employ like detailed plastic miniatures. Uh, the board is usually, you know, really elaborate, full color, nice, glossy, you know, nice, hard, you know, cardboard. And then all the, uh, it usually comes with cards and you know, it's usually on really nice, glossy paper. And the instruction manual was actually like, felt like a glossy, like magazine. So it, a, the board game really spares no expense. You know, you feel like you're playing something of, I guess, something of value when you, uh, of course, get it. And, and the thing is, you know, part, part of the reason why it's so expensive is because these board games weigh a lot. Like, in terms of, you know, when you lift the game, it's like, holy crap. It weighs like eight, nine pounds of stuff. So you definitely get a lot of a lot of stuff when you buy one of their board games and it's uh incredibly nerdy so so you're saying it's nerdy yes nerdy geeky so it's uh it was cool so uh that's that's my uh current fond lane uh future fond lane i'd like to get back into dragon's dogma which I've neglected for a few weeks now. All right. That's it. I guess I'll move on to Mr. W. Oh, fair enough. Um, this will be short. That's what uh, she said. <laughs> um, more Darksiders. More Ratchet and Clank. Um, now on three though, so I've sort of progressed up slightly. Uh, I really do like three. I like the the enhancements they made with the upgrading of the weapons, um, the story seems quite. I mean, I'm not played it too much, but the Quark story seems quite good. They've kind of changed it up slightly with the um, with the having this big base that you use as a as it, you know, you go back there and you can go to your room and you do these uh, qua- these video comics, which are these side-scrolling little mini games with uh, Captain Quark, and that's quite funny. Um, so I'm enjoying that. Um, the only sort of new thing I played this week is a game that we we got for review. It's just a, a minis game, a play uh, sort of a play safety minis game uh, called uh, Gang Wars. Which um, it's an old SNK arcade. Game. Yeah, it's an old arcade game, and it's the sort of game that it that is is instantly recognisable to anyone who's old enough to remember those types of games. Very much Double Dragon, uh, in the vein of Double Dragon and uh, Streets of Rage and and uh, Final Fight, um, except the shit. Uh, it's quite bad. Um, I think the 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 biggest sorry the there's a the back shit. of the box quote that is it's shit. Um, I think the problem is is that it's uh, I do say this in review. It's 
it's a couple of years on from Double Dragon. So Double Dragon is obviously a uh, genre-changing kind of game in the arcades. And this is just trying to take that formula and also make it a success. But instead of taking it and maybe doing something extra with it, enhancing it, moving it forward, all it does is to make it successful is make it incredibly difficult so that you're constantly pumping your nickels and dimes in. And to me, that, you know, back then it would have been frustrating. But now, when games have moved on so much and, you know, those old classic games are available to download, maybe for a, a few few quid more, but why would you bother with this game? I mean, the controls are slow and unresponsive. The, the, the graphics are absolutely terrible, even for a game back then. Uh, the... Uh, combat is you know way before any of the um sort of combo type systems that you see in like final uh final fight where you you know a couple of button mashes and he does a combo you don't have any of that it i I just can't see how it's a valid purchase now when you can go and get those other classic games on a downloadable service such as xbla and, and psn um so it was you know it was disappointing um it might have been better on a PSP because obviously these minis you can play on uh, PSP. I played mine on the PS3, but maybe it's more suited to taking mobile with you. But I just found the whole the whole thing a bit boring, to be fair. But you know, you can see my uh, is my review up yet, or is that going up? It will Monday? be up by the time the show is live. Oh, in which case, go and read my review. You know, to get my full thoughts on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're the the only. That's the only thing I've played this week that's new, really. Um, next week, I mean, this is going to get a real boring three weeks until um, uh, Darksiders 2 comes out. Uh, it's probably going to be some more of the same. Hopefully, this week, we'll get something about... Uh, I'll get to play The Expendables, but um, obviously, that's down to the, uh, the, the publisher. Which um, I was told that PSN codes usually don't hit until day of... Yeah, which is crazy, really. If they want us to have a nice review up for the release, it's it's a bit silly, but hey ho. Um, the only th- the only kind of honourable mention I wanted to sort of speak about was um, I saw the for the first time I saw a trailer this week for uh, well, it's actually a gameplay trailer on the site. Um, you can see it because it's up there now. Um, Sleeping Dogs. Oh, that game now, looks so good. The thing is, I had never heard... I don't know, I must be some kind of really crap games... Oh, I can't say the word journalist because I'm not. Games person, because that's the first thing I've seen of that game. And then I found out it's coming out the same day as Bloody Darksiders 2. You f- bastard. I've n- that looks amazing. That game looks incredible. It doesn't... I mean, to be fair, it doesn't look incredible. It looks actually quite dated, um, and certainly not to the standards that you expect from some video games, but the actual concept, the open-world part, the combat, the shooting, the vaulting over thing, that looks absolutely brilliant. I'm, I am sold on this game, so I'm definitely going to be picking it up. But um, I'd, I'd recommend anybody who's not heard of it, because it has kind of snuck under the radar a little bit. Anyone who hasn't heard it, go check out the site. We've got a... Um, developer's diary from one of the levels, uh, and it it looks outstanding. Um, Do you know what it is? Sorry? Do you know what it is? 
It's a GTA clone. No, it's True Crime 3. Is that what it originally was going to be? Yeah, Activision sold the game to Square Enix and they changed the name. Well, why did they sell... Oh, that's it, Activision are a bunch of douches. Um, <laughs> if that's what that's going to... That, they should never... That I mean, to be fair, I don't know how well it will sell. Again, it, it is... There's not a lot of marketing behind it so far. Um, but, I mean, I enjoyed the first True Crime. I never played the second one. Um... It looks like they've done a lot going, you know, to move that 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 franchise because that looks incredible, and um, the ability to sort of like just jump over, vault over cover, down an enemy, grab their gun, and go from from sort of melee combat to shoot, and the melee combat looked properly good. Looks Not like, like Batman. These... Sorry, yeah, it looks it a lot. Looks a lot like Batman. Yeah, but in an open world game, you don't expect to see that, do you? You expect like punch, 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 and you know, like the sort of thing you see in GTA. I mean, the melee combat in uh, Saints Row the Third was was good, and it certainly was an improvement from the second one. But it didn't. I didn't find myself doing a great deal of it because the guns were so much fun, and it was the way to do it. But this looks like it could be a lot of fun doing melee and, and swapping out from melee to shooting to cover to driving um, and then you've got the, <laughs> the just cause to jumping on cars and <laughs> um, hence the reason why they're giving you a costume for it so um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that I, I'm kind of gutted that it is coming out with Darksiders 2 because both of them look like games that are going to invest you're going to have to invest a lot of time in but um, I'm pleased that that's something another game that will see you through the drought, you know, until September, October gets here. Uh, I don't look at August as a drought. I look at August as hell. Well, yeah, all right. Yeah, but you're talking... Well you, me, got, well, you got Sleeping Dogs, you got Darksiders, you got Transformers, you got Madden. I mean, yeah, that's, I that's a big month. So... For me, August is a bit dry, and obviously those are the two shining beacons, sort of staring you towards um, the start of the silly season really because after that you've only got say a month and then it starts to get stupid and our lives become hell for uh, about three months oh yeah the hell of having to play all these great games oh. yeah. come on Nick <laughs> don't let think you know your job is easy because uh, it is <laughs> oh I know I'm aware it sucks when you have to rush through games like Darksiders and stuff like that yeah and that's the sort of game you want to savor and you don't get a chance to go back you know you, you you rush a game through you've got the next one on your list but you want to go back to some of these games by the time you get a chance it's it's old hat and you end up having to wait until the next quiet period to go back to the games that you, you really want to explore yeah I know Anyway, um, that's, that's you know I just wanted to mention that because if anybody else is out there and hasn't seen um, uh, seen hiding the hair of it, it, it's worth checking out. Oh yeah, that that game has slipped onto my radar big time. Yeah, I I really did not know anything about it until I watched that video. See, I'm not alone. Uh, definitely worth checking out. It could be. Um, I mean, I hope for Square it is because obviously the Activision probably didn't let the license go that cheaply. Right. Hopefully going to be a nice hit for them, a little a surprise one that, to be fair, the timing's probably perfect. They maybe could have shifted it a week or so, but to release a game like that when it's there's not a lot of competition is probably a wise idea, and hopefully right. that's dividends for them. 
Do you, you, you want to hear the craziest thing about that game? What's that? You know who it's made by? Oh, I should do because I watched a bloody video of it. Um, no, I'm going to say I should do, but I don't. It's made by the same team that made Mod Nation Racers. Nice. You know what? I should have known that because I did. <laughs> um, that's a bit of a departure. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I thought they were an. Ex- <clears throat> I thought they were a Sony team. Uh, that was Sony. No, they were just contracted to make Mod Nation. Okay, fair enough. The. Uh... Yeah, the timing is certainly on their favor, because it's been a while since we've had a open-world crime game, Yeah, uh, and while, it's, it while. falls before GTA, so... It's got its yeah. chance to get a hook into you, and I think it looks yeah. really good, so... Yeah, it, I mean, it, I think um, it could definitely be, like, well, again, another comparison, like Just Cause 2. It's that ended up being on a lot of people's game of the year list, including yours, Ken. I think. What did he, you give it game of the year? Uh, I believe I did. I think did. you did. And it's like, well, you wouldn't have expected that, especially scenes as you know, the disaster that was just cause one, which was yeah, that first game's terrible. <laughs> uh, I think it, you know they could end up being something like that, where you don't expect a lot from it, you don't hear a lot from it, but it'll blow people up when they actually do get to play it if they get it right. But you know. Until we actually play it ourselves, we're not going to really know. No, nope. right. just have to find out. Uh, but from everybody I've talked to that has played it, said it's pretty damn good. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Alright, so now I'll move on to the, I think the one guy who actually did play new stuff, which is Dave. Uh, yep, a couple of, well, because I've been here for three weeks, so <laughs> almost had to happen by default. Uh, I played Zuma's Revenge for review. Full disclosure, I really loved the first game and put way too much time into it between my wife and I. There is an achievement in that game for playing for 24 hours, and we are well past that. Um, So it's not really surprising that I enjoyed the next one, but they actually did some really cool things with it. Um... I think they made a lot of logical changes, just did a lot of things that made the game more fun. So if you liked the original one, you should go definitely go and get the second one. And if you've never played one of those, I mean, it's a, it's a PopCat Match 3. At least go get the demo. Try it out. It's pretty addictive. I played Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm for review, and exactly like Jason said, that is a love letter to Final Fantasy fans. Yeah. Uh, yes. I am... I am not one of those, so uh, it's functionally, it's a really good implementation of a rhythm game on a handheld console. Uh, I felt like all that stuff was really well done. The The battle music, especially, is really compelling. Just how that works, you basically have four, it, it looks like an RPG, so you have your four characters lined up on the right, and then the enemy on the left and each of your four characters has a note line associated with them. Doesn't matter where on the screen you hit to play those notes, but if you hit them, you know, correctly, your character does damage. If you hit them perfectly, your character does more damage. And basically, it's how many enemies up to and including a boss can you get through during this song. That's actually that's really cool. Um, 
the other two styles are okay. They're not, there's nothing great about them. There's a crap load of content for Final Fantasy fans. There's unlockable cards, there's unlockable tracks, there's um, basically stuff that randomly generates so you can have almost unlimited content. If, if you like Final Fantasy and you like rhythm games, it's a no-brainer. If you like Final Fantasy, you'll probably really like it. If you like rhythm games and you travel a lot, it's not a bad choice, but it's, it is definitely geared towards Final Fantasy gamers. Uh, I played Reketeer for review. Angry Birds. Man, that that game is fucking Angry Birds. Um, <clears throat> it's that sounds it, you know, dangerous. It, it's one of those things where <laughs> if Angry Birds doesn't exist, then Reketeer is a neat concept that you know kind of finds its niche. Um, but I mean, everything—the way that scoring is done the different kinds of shots, you know, they've got a shot that when you activate shoots in a straight line, they've got one that splits, they've got a bomb shot. It's like they almost map one-to-one with birds all the way across. With birds. Yes, with birds. Um, Everybody's heard. Don't. 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 (laughs) We'll we'll walk out of this podcast. (laughs) Um... It's. I mean, it's. It's not a bad game. There are some some issues with it. Like you're pulling back this catapult, and so stepping to the right or left changes your aim. Moving your hands up or down changes your aim. And one of the things that Connect is not great at is precision control. So if you're really trying to aim your shot well, you will spend some time and have some frustration as it goes a little too far this way or a little too far that way, or you move your hand and all of a sudden you're aiming straight up. Um, that part of it is irritating. It's it's really, there's nothing wrong with the game per se, but it's so derivative that after a couple hours, I was like, yeah, I don't want to play any more of this. Like I, I have done this concept many, many times. Um. So it's it's kind of unfortunate. It really does not bring anything new. Uh, what else did I play? I don't know. I got into a whole bunch of different crap. The main ones were I picked up Kingdoms of Amalur. And th- did you guys... Well, Ken, I know you played it. Did any of the rest of you guys play that game? I think most of us played it. Yeah, didn't? yeah for sure. I, I didn't play it. Oh, okay. yeah, it's on his next year's list. <laughs> I, that one's still in I, 2012. Well, well, I have a question. What the fuck is, is with that game? I I turned it on the other night. I played for an hour, probably spent 10 minutes fighting and 50 minutes running back and forth between all of these places that I needed to go to complete this quest. There's a lot of that. It, there's way too much of that. It's a... Uh, there's a quest where you meet this lady and she's like, oh, you got to take this magical tuning fork and hit these four stones. <laughs> yeah. And they are apparently spread everywhere. Well, yeah, they're not going to be right there. I mean, well, I'll be totally honest with you. It makes me not want to play that game because I feel <laughs> like the amount of time I'm putting in versus what I am actually accomplishing 
is that's a bad mix. How do you think those games last? You know, four hundred hours. I well, I mean, I I get that. I you know, and obviously I play Diablo a whole bunch, but there's a constant stream of enemies. There's little milestones along the way. That game just has vast expanses where you're just running. <laughs> and I ran. Yeah, pretty. So I don't know. I I want to get back into that because I know at some point, once I have finally run everywhere, I can fast travel places. <laughs> and I, <laughs> oh, that that didn't sound good. <laughs> so I have run everywhere. <laughs> it basically, my understanding is once I have unlocked all of these locations, then I can fast travel to them, and you can. That will suck significantly less. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to stick with it. Uh, it's actually quite a good game underneath, but you, it, it has its issues. But you know, I, I don't think they're game breaking. And well, I say once you've travelled one place, you can fast travel. But it very much like Skyrim. But the, the map is is very very big. It's a it's a it's a lot of content in there. The problem is is that a lot of the content is the same stuff recycled. Yeah, that's why you have to stick to the uh, the main story, because if you go off mm. and do the side quests, you don't open the map, and it becomes real tedious. <clears throat> and I, um, I I made that mistake originally when I played it, is I, well, you know, these side quests were, you know, exciting, and it was fun, and I didn't really want to get stuck in, I liked doing the side stuff, just in case I missed something, before going on to the main stuff. Um, the problem is, is that when you get onto the main stuff, a lot of it is made up of stuff that's similar to the side quests and you it, you get bored of it and you think oh god do this again and so um i think ken had the right idea and he just played through the main story and and you you found it okay didn't you at the end of the uh when, yeah when I, I was i was pretty done with it you know yeah. after the 15 20 hours whatever well yeah and that was the advice that you gave me was don't get caught up in side quests because you will be done with the game before you ever even come close to finishing the game. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I just, it's a big expansive world and I appreciate it, but I'm not exploring it. I'm just running through it. it you know, and being like, Oh yeah, that looks cool over there, but I need to get over here. If I ever want to get anything accomplished. Well, there's not so. much to explore either. It's not like there's a bunch of hidden stuff laying around that world. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I'm developing a love-hate relationship with that game. Yeah, that's perfectly um, feasible. But you did only pay ten bucks for it. Well, I'm not. I'm not arguing with with what I have, and I mean I put ten hours into it, so it's not an issue of of that. It's, uh, whatever. Uh, to break up the monotony, I started another playthrough of Resident Evil Five, uh, with six coming up, and I bought the gold edition after I played it the first time, so I've actually never played the DLC content for that game, which is weird, because that's not available when you put the game in. You have to, I guess you have to unlock it by playing through the main story. Well, I think you do. That's, so, I guess I never that. noticed that, because I had already beaten it when I downloaded the content. Yeah, well, I'm glad I wanted to play through the main game again, because if I had picked that up just to play the DLC, I'd be kind of pissed. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm playing through it on you know amateur or whatever, because I just kind of want to breeze through it, refresh myself on the story. So 
that stuff better not be locked to difficulty or <laughs> so shit's going to go bad. <laughs> uh, I played some Portal 2 just because I never finished Portal 2. Felt like I should get back to it. That game's still really fun. And I played some Pac-Man Champ DX because that is a great... My wife says she will be ready to leave the house in 10 minutes. So I can bust out some score attack on that game, and it just is crazy and fun. And I think that's everything worth mentioning, at least. All right. What are you going to play this week? RE5, definitely. I will probably yell and scream at Amal or some more. And uh, I don't know. I'm sure something goofy for Connect will come out. That oh, yeah. You got, you got I'll have my to play. coach. What's that? My coach. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be I'll be busy getting in shape this week while the TV <laughs> yells at me for being fat. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> All right. So I'll move on to the Wombats. All right. So um, this week I finished Res- or, uh, Resident Evil <laughs> Assassin's Creed uh, Revelations. Uh Awesome game. I uh, I really I don't really want to spoil anything because I know most of the people on the show haven't beat it. But I really uh, I was a little bit disappointed in the ending, but uh, it's all right. We got three coming out here real soon, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then spent the rest of the week playing Dragon Do- Dragon's Dogma, uh, which is really awesome. Although I do have a question because maybe I'm just not. So, holy cow! Oh. <laughs> was that your question? <laughs> ja Rule jumped in for a second and decided <laughs> the our DMX. Um the uh uh is there is there no fast travel in this at all? There is uh okay. <clears throat> there are port crystals that you can find. Uh the first one you'll find at the town uh, I believe it's uh, Grancis, the capital. Yeah, I've already been there. Okay, there's one outside of the uh, where you go down into the the Elven Pit or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's one outside in a circle. Um, you can pick one up there, and that's the first one you get. Uh, you can buy more, and you can place them wherever you want, but that is the only fast travel, and you will only find very, very few of those. Awesome. Because I'm like a hundred million miles away from there, <laughs> and I just kind of went off wandering. I took this quest to escort this guy, and he died almost all the way there because of some crazy lizard men. Uh, and now I'm way up in the northwestern corner, and yeah. I just don't really feel like walking all the way back. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. <laughs> What are you going to do? Except apparently get ambushed by a uh, chimera. Oh, yeah. Those are fun. Yeah. Or a cyclops. One of the two. I seem to be all about running into chimera and cyclops. Well, you and know, not, they, they just not, hang not out. Not the X-Men cyclops. Yeah. They just kind of hang out. Yeah. In, in the woods. Yeah. Waiting for me to come along. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, really awesome game. Uh, it's so much different than just about everything else that's out there, which I think is probably part of the reason why I like it so much. Um, it almost reminds me, a li- it's got a little bit of Monster Hunter to it. Yeah, it definitely has uh, that. 
It's got uh, you know, it's got a little bit of your standard kind of uh, uh, open world RPG to it. Um, it's got a little bit of the Souls series to it. Uh, it's got a little bit of everything. I really, uh, I really enjoy it. It's a nice little, it's a nice little distraction from some of the other games that I've been playing. It's different enough that uh, it, it holds my interest. So I'm pretty excited to play through some more of it, and you know, make it make my way back from the wasteland that I've somehow wandered my way into. So, but that's pretty much it. All right. So I imagine that'll be. On your agenda this week? Yes, indeed. <clears throat> until right. Dark si- and that's what I'm going to be playing pretty much exclusively until Darksiders comes out. Oh, Darksiders. Uh, okay, well, mine will be short and sweet as well. Uh, I played through the last three Echo 6 missions, finally, in Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Uh, with with Mr. Drew, who's not here. And yeah, where's he at? I saw he was making some kind of he was making a master sword earlier. I don't know what he's doing with it now, but <laughs> yeah, he's killing uh, people. He's actually out of town with his girl. Yeah, uh, he's but yeah, out of town making the master sword. Indeed, in a hotel room. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> uh, but I played through that with him. Uh, feels good to finally have that under under wraps all of the DLC and all of the main game. Uh, the final boss can suck it. That took like 30 minutes. It was ridiculous. Uh, but very cool. Uh, I, I still enjoy that game. I think it gets way too much flack. I certainly don't think it's you know game of the year material, but it's certainly not one of the worst games of the year. Uh, played a couple arcade games. Played a little Joyride Turbo. Hadn't really got into that, but got back into it. It's a pretty fun game. Especially without Connect, it's better without Connect, <laughs> if you can say that. Uh, played a little Trials Evolution, picked up some gold medals. Still play that game a lot. And finally, the big game I'm playing, uh, I played this past week, and I'll be playing the rest of this week is Darksiders. I felt the need to play through again, get a little refresher course before the second one comes out. And man, I forgot how good that game is. So much fun. I, I blasted it down on easy just so I wouldn't have to worry too much because it is pretty challenging on normal. So I figured, you know, just stress-free playthrough for the story. Playthrough on easy. Great game. Such a such an adult version of Zelda. So good. Um, the game is good. Now, the second one runs in parallel to the events of the first one, right? It's not a direct follow-up. I don't know. I haven't read no, that, any of the stories. That is true. Yeah, it's set in the hundred years that um, war was um, out for. Essentially, at the beginning of the game. Oh yeah, when he says, "How long have you been out?" He's like, in human terms, about a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool, and I love all the references in the first game to like, "Where are your brothers?" You know. So that'll be interesting to see what happens, and then they've added a lot to the second one. So. I just feel I needed a refresher for the story and the game and just get ready for the sequel. And that's probably what I'm going to be playing this week is a lot, a lot of that. So, not to mention I'm enjoying playing through a bunch of games with a little headset that I'm reviewing. So, that's nice. <laughs> Which I can't talk about. But anyway, that's that's it. Yeah. Oh, I... Um, although... Um... Drew's not here. I 
did forget to mention that uh, I did finally finish episode two of The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. And yesterday, uh, last week, sorry, I said that I'd played maybe the first chapter and it was quite disturbing. Um, you know, some tough choices to be made. Nowhere fucking near as tough as the choices that come up. That game gets fucking freaky. Yeah. That is some deep, dark shit that you're wading through towards the end of that chapter. If they keep this up, I think Walking Dead could be in my top ten game of the year because that game is incredible and they just need to continue the momentum of making each episode um, better than the last one prior and I think they've really got a winner on their hands. Well, see, I have yet to even start the second episode. I haven't picked it up yet, so... It's it's definitely. I mean, the first one is a great sort of setup, and you know, it's great in itself and what it does. The only sort of issue that I kind of tend to have is that it doesn't half. Um, it's is buggy, and there are parts where the audio started for the next scene, but it's still stuck on the the closing frames of the last scene, and when you get towards the end and there are some really important story beats, you don't kind of want that happening. But still, um, it's a story that makes that, and it. it I should imagine that any Walking Dead fan would be quite proud to play through that story. What are you playing it on? Uh, Xbox. Um, but I did just... Uh, I thought I'd pick it up on the iOS, because it came out this week. Um, I thought I'd pick it up to see, maybe do my alternative cut. So the decisions that I didn't make, and see how that would affect the story. Um, so, um, And that's, uh, that's quite good on the, uh, uh, on the iPad and iPhone as well. Uh, it, it's pretty tight. Um, they've the controls for moving around are a little bit. Uh, well, take a little bit again used to, but for making choices, it's nice and easy. As you can imagine, there's just four boxes on the screen. You you pick the one that you want, and um, it looks pretty impressive as well. It looks just as good as it does on the Xbox. Hmm. All right. Well, I will move into the new releases for the week, which there are a couple. Uh, we've got uh, Growlancer, Wayfarer of Time for the PSP. Um, a game that Drew's actually reviewing, which we should have a review up uh, in the next day or two, which is Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance for the 3DS. And finally, Risen 2 is hitting consoles this week, uh, which the PC version hit uh, about a month ago. Or two months ago, I believe. Which uh, Drew reviewed and really enjoyed, so... If you've been waiting, first on, one's really good. Yeah, if you're waiting on the console versions, it hits this week for PS3 and 360. If you like, um, if you like uh, Western RPGs, it's really good. Uh, and then the Summer of Arcade game, uh, which we were supposed to have somebody on to talk about today, but they decided not to show up. Um, which is Deadlight. <laughs> so that's hitting this Wednesday, and I think that is it for this week. So still pretty calm. Um, August starts up. It's pretty big. Um, got uh, Persona 4 next week. Uh, Last Story, Darksiders, Sleeping Dogs. I mean, it's just downhill from there. So, a couple of a uh, couple more weeks of uh, quiet, and then it's on like Donkey Kong. And then it's on. Uh, down to news. Uh, everybody's favorite uh, vaporware. The Ouya. They announced this week that it will uh, be partnered with On Live, 
streaming gaming service? Uh, it fits, I guess. It's. I'm pretty sure it's just the technology, not the, the game library. No, no, it, it's. Um, I think they said that they'll. It well, it will be the. Um, they'll have 80 games or something available at launch or you know access to. So it'll be most of the because it's streaming. It's you know it's. Yeah. It is possible to do it. You could te- you can do it on your. Android phone, if you wanted to. So it's not that's not the tough bits, but I, I, it seems to fit. I just don't. I don't think that's what it's meant to be about. That's the thing. But you know, whatever helps sell it, I guess. I guess we still Both have any. Are. We still have any confirmed games? No, there is apparently. There's an exclusive one that's been confirmed. Do you even know what it is? I'll find out for you. Okay, I'll, I'll that see. I can it. do. I'll see that if I, I care. Can do. I'll get back to you. Hang on. Okay, I will move on. Uh, EA has confirmed that support for Battlefield 3 will continue post Battlefield 4 launch. So people worried about you know support dropping for the old game. So I guess EA is trying to go the Call of Duty route, where the old game still supported even after the new one's out. Um, uh, got it. By the way, what's it called? It's called um, Human Element, and it's the f- not only is it an exclusive Ouya game, but it's the first game from Robert Bowling's uh, Robotoki Studio. Okay, so the so, co- so the community ex- manager for Call of Duty. Yes. Okay, well, I'm I'm looking forward to his game. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but you, it's, yeah. yeah. Sorry. But there you go. That's the first exclusive, um, and you know it's a big. That that's because of the name. That's all that is. Well, they must yeah. have paid him. Have some of our uh, have some of our Kickstarter money, Robert. Here you go. Um, please make your game for our console. Well, he uh, had his own Kickstarter for that game. Did he? Yeah. Which is okay, kind of funny. So, it's just the, yeah. the entire gaming industry is going to be funded by Kickstarter at some point. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, according to Jason Rubin. Uh, gaming is moving away from $60 boxed goods. Yeah, and into U- Ouya, apparently. Yeah. So the next uh, Saints Row is exclusive to the Ouya. Con- <laughs> confirmed. Don't joke about this, because <laughs> I'm just, you know, you're dead. Uh, uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 has topped 700,000 users, which is pretty impressive considering it's in Japan only right now. And it's a it's a fantasy star. <laughs> so, yeah, fantasy star is awesome. I love fantasy star. Um, it's just it's it's nice to see people still supporting that game. Uh, GameStop, you know, we were all talking about the future of digital downloads. Well, GameStop is looking into reselling digital content. <laughs> wow. So how how are they going to do that without the cooperation of the console makers, I, I just, that's nah. I don't know, but uh, if anybody can do it, you know they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. This concept, reselling digital content. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's really crazy. Well, Steam have done it, but then they're the platform holder, so they can get away with that. I can't see how a third party retailer can, can do it, but yeah, I'm sure, as you say, probably someone's thinking of an idea. So somewhere. basically, we're buying air and reselling air. <laughs> you know, in theory. Because the stuff doesn't really exist, it's just nope. digital. The, 
It's getting too complicated. Yeah. You're just you're just buying and reselling licenses. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Can can you sell a Steam game to somebody else? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, 38 Studios apparently spent $133 million right before going bankrupt. That'll be why they went bankrupt then. <laughs> uh, sad news, more studio cuts. Uh, WB Games in Seattle cut off uh, developers uh, in studios including Monolith and Snowblind. And Monolith were the guys behind Fair, weren't they? And Gotham City Imposters. Uh, that hasn't gone too well then, has it? No. Unfortunately, the guys at Snowblind got cut. Uh, and I know this also affects the upcoming Lord of the Lord of the Rings Guardians game. So, that should be interesting. Uh, Doom and Rage Studios hiring for next gen. Not shocking. Uh, Crisis 3, possible on the Wii U. Possible. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's according to uh, producer Mike Reed. We'll see. Uh, World of Warcraft, Mists of Pandaria, is going to be dropping on September 25th. Uh, Microsoft shuts down two Vancouver projects and lays off staff there. Uh, we all saw the Zynga stock take a big drop. About fucking time. Uh, Resident Evil 6, if you pre-order the game um, on the Capcom store, I believe, you get a red and white umbrella. Umbrella. I see what they did there. Yeah, you see what they did there? Like a physical... Yeah, like a real umbrella that protects you from rain. But what about the zombie attacks? Does it protect me from BOWs? Because that might be a deal breaker. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty pretty cool. I gotta give them that. That's pretty cool. How have they not thought of this before? I don't know. Uh, Steam discounts give boosts for developers, which is pretty cool. I thought they devalued the prop, the license. Oh no, that's EA who thinks yeah, that's EA. Uh, Jonathan Blow said something sounds pretentious and is a douchebag. Um, <laughs> according to reports, yeah, that wasn't Phil Fish. <laughs> uh, according to reports, Final Fantasy Thirteen Versus is not cancelled. Yeah, uh, it's just an incredibly long development cycle. You Six. think? Do you realize there's been, what, three or four numbered Final Fantasies that have come out since they announced that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it on the news front. Uh, I do have one question that were announced that we've been holding on to until Gambus came back. Oh, yes. I've, yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what this question is going to be about. Uh, this question was directed directly at Gambus. It was two of three questions. We saved it for you. It's from Retired Ninja. He says, Gambus, I asked you last year, and I'll ask again. Why have you stopped saying, oh my god? It used to be, and still is, a chant that some of my friends here in the UK use, kind of like, what's up? But this is, of course, way cooler, and you've stopped saying it. Please don't make me ask this question again in 2013. I may be retired, but I'm still a ninja. The first two Tenchu games on the PS1 were closely based on my childhood, aged 10 to 12, just so you know. Shit. <laughs> I expect. I expect you then. Ninja. Uh, let me see here. Um, oh my god. Um, probably the reason why I haven't said "Oh my god" in such a long time. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, about 12, 13, 14 years ago, I was saying, Waza! all the time. So, I don't know. I guess it's just, you know, say things and, you know, you, you stop saying them. But I do say, Waza! every once in a while to this day. Because I, I still think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now... That sounded like an answer. Yeah, some some form of response. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to the... Tw- sorry, what? Oh, I was just saying, thank you for my for your concern for my well-being. Okay. Who's concerned? Nobody. Okay. Uh, so to finish out the show, good God, this could be shorter and Gambus was here. Um, fuck about. Encore 03 says, I downloaded Pac-Man from PS Plus in a spur of boredom. Best split-second split decision ever made. Mm-hmm. I take his talking about the championship. Yeah, because it's the play. That's, yeah, that's the one pretty that's damn good, that is. PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Game's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, here's a here's a shocker for you. Shotcaller33 says, uh, played Final Fantasy VII for the first time and just finished it this week. Why do people want this game remade? Mm-hmm. It's one of those games that you kind of had to be there. Like, not necessarily play the game, but played it when it was new because it was beyond. It was leagues beyond uh, in terms of presentation, any other role-playing game that was ever made. In pretty much all aspects, uh, music, graphics, obviously, the... I mean, every role-playing game up till this point was either the um, 8-bit or 16-bit sprite based game which had kind of a dragon quest aesthetic or if they had the if they were advanced enough to play the polygonal graphics um they were um how should i say um amateurish in comparison to uh uh final fantasy 7 and final fantasy 7 also employed a ton of um highly detailed um background um, renderings um, that were beyond any um, any role playing game, and um, arguably any game at that point. Um, it was it was a humongous jump in technology from one game to another. Um, pr- pr- probably almost as big of a jump as going from like the first two Metal Gear games made made for the DS go to Metal Gear Solid. Eight, nine, well, about, about eight years later, maybe. Maybe less than eight years. Probably more like six years later. I mean, when you take that into consideration, it's like a humongous jump. And the thing is, with Final Fantasy, the, the time between six and seven wasn't quite that long. But the the aesthetic, the presentation, um, was 
beyond what Final Fantasy VI was. Uh, significantly, it was it was a humongous um, stepping stone of technology back then in terms of the gaming period. Um, I mean, it was literally the probably <laughs> between that and Metal Gear Solid two first instances of the general public get the wind that video games are going in a cinematic direction. So that's your kind of long-winded answer about Final Fantasy VII. I was going to say, leave it to Gambus Khan to come to the Final Fantasy VII Defense Force. Um, I'll just keep my mouth shut. It's not the best Final Fantasy. I still like six the best in terms of narrative and characterization, but um, I still respect seven as being probably the highest jump that the series took technologically. All right, uh, Squiffy V two says less than a hundred days until Halo Four. I'm more excited for this than the bloody Olympics. Have a great show. Hope Gambus is back. <laughs> Don't love the Olympics. Um, Slick Shot says, Hey, fellas, what's your favorite console this generation, and why? Mine is the PS3 for its multifunctionality and great exclusives. The choice. I, I would have said the Xbox 360 for the momentum that that created um, for this generation and the change in people's opinions of that brand from the old Xbox. However, with I think Sony's really been stepping up the game with some of the changes they've made to the services over the you know, with the, especially the PS plus stuff. Um, you know, everyone likes free shit, of course they do, but it's like you, you can pay thirty five quid to get your goal to play games online or you can pay thirty five quid to get an instant game library that hasn't been disappointing yet. That's a, I think that's a, I think that's a big deal, and I don't know. Um, they've certainly had their fair share of exclusives this generation. You know, the Uncharted, uh, God of War was fantastic. You know, um, it's tough. I I like them both for different reasons. Well, really, as much as Sony does right, I've still preferred my 360 to this day. And probably still will to the end of the generation. So I would probably say that was my favorite. Most of the stuff that I use my PS3 for is not playing games at this point. It's it's a nicer uh, avenue for Netflix and, and things like that. In terms of exclusive games, I probably enjoy the stuff on the PS3 more. But especially now that I have a 360 Slim, if I have a choice, I will play just about everything there first. Anybody else? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, at first, I was um, petrified. I was petrified. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we all went to the same place at once. I know. That, that made me happy inside. Yeah, 360 at first for the first few years, but um, um, I would say truthfully over the past um, year and a half, 
I've started leaning more towards PlayStation Three. Um, um, strongly since the last um, major um, quote unquote upgrade to uh, the three sixty dashboard. Um, I will say I will say this though I, I will still buy games that are multiplayer eccentric for Xbox. However, if I'm going to play a game that's more uh, focused single player um, campaign, I will play it on the PS3 because I I generally hate the um, the dashboard on 360. Um, I, I hate looking for the um, like indie games. Uh, the, the indie games for 360 are practically non-existent. You practically have to go through about four windows, and you kind of have to search for where to go to next in order to um, in order to arrive. Um, the 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 difference between going to download a demo or going to download a like an Xbox Live Arcade game is kind of cumbersome. And I just absolutely hate being, I mean, I, I know it's normal in our everyday aspect of life to get with ads and advertisements and stuff like that. But on Xbox, it is such a frequency of ad campaigns that it physically makes the OS ugly. Just wait. Just wait. I think you'll be happy with a new dashboard. Okay, okay. I'm not saying it's, you know, fixes everything, but it does fix some stuff. Yeah, um I mean, it was getting it, it's it's been getting to the point where I where I'm like where I actually kind of drift going booting up my Xbox to go through this like slush <laughs> ad campaigns and menus within menus within menus just to just to find any um beside you know axle body lotion as <laughs> what <laughs> axle body lotion is that like when you put some oil on your armpits or something uh, i mean granted all, all the um i mean three has ads too but it, it's a lot more And the thing is, yeah, I, I would, I would definitely, I, I definitely welcome the new update if it definitely cleans up um, the dashboard. Because um, honestly, it's it's the worst iteration that I've, that I've encountered. I, I would almost, I would welcome the original 360 uh, freaking blade layout over what we got now. Well, I think you'll be interested to see the new dashboard. It does fix some things. I'll be looking forward to it then. Oh, I I should have also thrown out. I really like being able to install games, yes. any game. That's very nice. Three sixty. Yeah, I do love that. Uh, I think Wombat. You're the last one. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, everything you guys said is pretty much it. I don't, I can't really add anything to that. All right. Uh, this next tweet might shock a few people. It comes from the Boogeyman. 
Hey, look at that. Uh, he says, why is there a demo of an Olympic game no one can find for the 360? To quote Young MC, things that make you go, hmm, which I think he was CNC Music Factory. Yeah. That's, yeah. He got his 80s rap mixed up. Uh, I don't know which game he's referring to. Do you? I don't. I think he's talking about the Sega Olympics game. The London 2012? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Uh, I haven't been to, like, shop for games and stores in ages. I just haven't had time. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's one of our biggest selling games at the moment in this country. Yeah. That's not unsurprising. Uh, Mookie's Groove says, Gah, me so late to tweet you wonderful peeps. No, you're not. You still got on. Yep, indeedy. Uh, and I have one last tweet. It's from Blue Apple Blue. He says, "What do you think about the Nino Kuni Kickstarter like collector's edition?" Uh, which I did not know about this Kickstarter. That's another problem with Kickstarters. There's so frickin' many of them. How is Nino not neat? I think that what they're doing is they're creating a Kickstarter to create a collector's edition. That would be my guess. That's if that's the case. That's a bit of a shitty get around because that game's already made. So you can't do that with Kickstarter, can you? Yeah, you can do whatever you want with Kickstarter. I can I th- start a Kickstarter. I thought, it kind of, I thought you couldn't have had already have funding for for your project. So if you've if it's been made, then it's already had funding. Unless this is what I mean by some dodgy get around because it isn't for the game; it's for the collector's edition of the game. And again, that's the sort of thing that ruins what Kickstarter's about. I mean, don't get me wrong; I really want to play that game, and I cannot wait until that comes out. But that just seems like a, an odd thing to Kickstart. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about it, so I, I'm not gonna make a comment. Is that, about yeah, it. again, I don't, I, I, I didn't even know that was gonna happen. But it, if that's that, how it is, then that's that shouldn't be happening. Not, not, yeah. it's not what it's for. That's a very interesting way to do a Kickstarter, I guess. I've, I've actually heard of a. Um, I'm not gonna mention any names or anything, but I know of a, a mu- musician who is kickstarting his album. Yeah, there's there's lots of that. There's also kickstarting movie projects. How long do you think it's all going to implode on itself? What give it and by the end of the year? Because the people are really picking up on this now. Well, here's here's the big thing. I mean, this has become a big trend, but has there actually been a project that's not went, yet went from zero to sixty yet? No, nope. not yet. No, I'll be interested to see the first one. Because that'll be that'll be the telling story is how many of these people just run off with the money and how many of them just actually do what they said they were going to do. It's all about faith, unfortunately. Because there's no guarantee you're going to get anything. It's basically just donations. Yeah, and again, it's uh, there's that thing about the fact that you're pumping your own money into it. You're not getting any profits. It's it's a real, I don't know, iffy way of doing it. And I think people should be very careful about what they're putting their money into because they could end up rather disappointed and angry. Yeah. Picking the wrong, picking the wrong projects. I only even at this point, Ouya isn't a dead cert, so yeah. I only support one Kickstarter, and that's for Super Techno Kitten Adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want that game to be made <laughs> because yeah. I love the first one. Oh, but that's it. That's all the tweets. That's all the news. That's all the new releases, and somehow it ended up shorter 
with Gambus here than without Gambus here, and I think it which it, is pretty incredible. It's all telling us to there is no freaking games out right now, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. There's really not a lot to talk about. So, uh, Mr. Khan, you're back. You can do your shouts, which we took care of for the last couple of weeks. We'll try to. Yeah, we tried. Oh, well, so early. Everybody think of Dark Knight Rises. Oh, brilliant. That movie is one of the best movies ever made. Very, very I good. Get, I wouldn't stretch that far, but it was bloody good. Oh, oh snap. He oh, liked it, too. Gosh. Even the dog <laughs> liked it. Fan. <laughs> I liked it so much, I just had to bark at you. <laughs> no, Sorry I, about that. I think that movie was fantastic. Come, it, it was really good. Calling it one of the best things ever might be a little bit much. But... I, I don't, because I think that trilogy is one of the best trilogies ever made. It's, yeah, as a trilogy, that's been. I still think two was better. That but, may be know, the, again, that may be the case, but come on. <laughs> no, I I didn't say it was a bad film. I thought it was a great film. To say it's one of the best films ever made, I don't agree with. But you are entitled to an opinion. Not for me, it, it might is. be wrong, but you're entitled to it. Eh, whatever. You guys, it's like one the of the only films that I will go see in the theater more than once. So that probably says something for it. And I was pleased with the way they took care of everything. It wasn't as if some of these bloody films, a series of films, they always leave something, there's always something not answered or something left in to try and make you think there's going to be another lot. But this was tied up in a fantastically brilliant bow. So fair play to them. They, yeah, it was good. Still looking forward to Ted, though. Going to see that on Wednesday. Oh, Ted is, oh, that's one of the best comedies I've ever seen. That movie was good. I'm so looking forward to that. Okay, uh, some shout-outs. Um, of course, the Front Tours Gamer Radio Podcast. Um, really, really awesome show. Um, the Gamer Horizon Podcast, which uh, I still have yet to listen to the newest episode, but I'll be doing that really, really soon. Um, for uh, people who want to listen to... Uh, discussion about Japanese video games. Of course, the Red Sun Gamer podcast is a is a really awesome show to listen to. And a show where it's just pretty, I have to say, pretty funny show is uh, the 99 Lives Radio 3.0. So, that's, uh, that's my shout-outs for this week. Also, don't forget that Phoenix Down episode 3.0 is yes. also available on iTunes now. Is it on iTunes? Yeah, it's now downloading on my iTunes, so yeah. Okay, well good, because iTunes is giving, giving me fits lately, so... Oh, uh, it's now down... I mean, admittedly, your server's terrible, because it takes ages to download, but, hey, it's there. It's downloading. Hmm. I don't understand that, because it downloads fine over here. But anyway... Um... Just because I'm British... If anything else, I think that's it. So, Mr. Khan, you can do your thing. All right. And it goes something like... Welcome to the N4G Podcast. Oh, you're good. It's me, 